Blog Talk Radio. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the BSD Recruit Report. My name is Ned Harwood, and I'm not joined this week by my brother, Whit, but I do have a special guest with me today and four-star 2018 Demon Deacon commit Isaiah Mucius on the show. How's it going, Isaiah? I'm good. How are you? Thanks for, thanks for having me on the show today. Yeah, absolutely. i to be on the show. Yeah, for sure. So let's jump right into it. Uh, a little less than two weeks ago today, you made the decision to finalize your recruitment, lock in, and officially choose Wake Forest as your new home. What was kind of the key mm-hmm. driver in making you realize it was finally time to commit to the team? Um, I just think, you know, throughout the process, Coach Schultz and Coach Manning, you know, really believed in me. Um, you know, they said, listen, this is this is what we want. This is what we envision for you at Wake Forest. Um, you know, the ACC, I think, is the best conference in the country, hands down. Um, you know, you can compare the Pac-12, but, you know, this their history and the guys that they have in the league, you know, I feel like there'll be another one of those guys where I can, you know, make an impact my freshman year and, you know, hopefully my first year or my second year be in the NBA. Yeah, absolutely. And, and kind of in one of your first interviews after you committed, you said you picked Wake to win an NCAA championship. And I think that's a statement that all Deacon fans love to hear. What was it about Coach Manning is building and kind of like the progress the program has made in the last couple of years that inspired you to want to cut down nets in, in the black and gold? Um, I think, you know, they're on the, they're on the, um, on the rise. Um, you know, Wake Forest wasn't a real team where people would be like, you know, they're a contender for an ACC tournament championship or even being able to qualify for the NCAA championship. But, you know, I think the last couple of years they've kind of like, you know, been on the come up and, you know, teams have been surprised by them. So I want to be, you know, come in and be one of those guys where I help them take it to the next level, you know, just put, you know, help the team as much as I can, you know, mm-hmm. playing defense, scoring the basketball, you know, being a communicator, being a leader, come in my freshman year and, you know, try to take them to a tournament championship. Yeah, absolutely. And and Danny Manning obviously loves players like you who are athletic, can score in multiple ways, like you said, can guard a couple of different positions like you did at kind of the Nike Peach Jam and got rave reviews for. What do you think are one or two aspects of your game Deep fans should be most excited about uh, for next season? Um, I think my versatility. Um, you know, I feel like, I can play the two through five, more two through four, um, you know, guard wings, you know, guard the post a little bit as I'll get stronger when I get to Wake, um, and be able to handle the basketball, score at multiple positions, score on the wings, score at the block, you know, mid post, uh, yeah. free throw line, three-pointer, um, being really versatile. And then also just my, you know, being uh energy guy. Like I'm one of those guys where I come to the game and, you know, I get a block and I give, give a lot of energy to the team, you know, get a defense stop, dive on the floor, you know, get a good stop, a dunk, you know, just be one of those energy guys where, you know, when the game is kind of, you know, the energy starting to slow down and dudes are starting to get a little bit, you know, drowsy come in there and just pick the energy back up. Yeah, and I think there's, like, plenty of room for that in Wake Forest style of play right now because Wake Forest is obviously a really fast-paced offense. So when we like to run it with guys like Brian Crawford, Sean D. Brown, there's always opportunities for alley-oops, quick plays, energy plays, and, and you can be that guy going forward. Uh, you mentioned your versatility and, and kind of what you can offer. Was there a specific player you looked to model your game after growing up, a Tracy McGrady or, or a Paul George? Um, definitely Kevin Durant and Paul George. Um, more now I'm looking at Paul George because he's basically the same height as me, 6'9", I'm kind of 6'8". Um, you know, he plays multiple positions, can bag dudes down. Um, plays on the wing, 
Um, so that's a slow game down, you know, and that's what I'm, you know, getting into now is slowing my game down in terms of mentally, you know, making sure I make the right moves and not speeding myself up on the offensive end. And, you know, just being able to use my moves and, you know, being able to create create offensive plays, break down guys, and get my open shots. Yeah, definitely. And, and so going back to kind of you as a developing player, a lot of times you hear about guys having a certain college basketball memory growing up that really flipped a switch and helped them realize they love basketball or college basketball. For me, it was kind of that Mario Chalmers game-tying three in the national championship versus Memphis to come back and win it. Do you have kind of a favorite college basketball moment you yourself to stick to remember as a kid that really stands out to you? Um, I think probably my favorite moment was um, watching uh, Kemba Walker at UConn hit the game winner against Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah. You know, just kind of watching that, you know, growing up, I watching that play live with my, with my dad and my uncle and my cousin sitting in the living room watching it. He just hit that one move, and we're like, oh, snap, it's crazy. Hit yeah. the buzzer beater. And after yeah, that, no. I was kind of like, I, you know, I was kind of like, this is what I want to play when I get older. And, you know, I always kind of worked to that point, worked to that point. Um, you know, I'm here, and now it's kind of like I'm here, and now I just got to keep working. And, and once I get there, you know, it's showtime. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually in class when that initially happened, and my teacher at the time, I was in the 10th grade, my teacher was a Pitt fan, and that shot happened. We still had 45 minutes left in class, and then he immediately let us all out. So that is a, one of my favorite moments. <laughs> fantastic day. Um, so let's switch on over to your recruitment. So a lot of people talk about the recruiting process as a roller coaster. Would you call that an accurate description of your recruitment, or is there a different word you would use considering the school you ended up choosing was kind of one of the first programs after you in Wake? Um, totally. I mean, the recruiting process, I mean, for me, it was definitely a roller coaster. Um, you know, you have so many coaches calling you, and you have so many coaches wanting you to come to the schools, and, you know, you hear one thing, you hear another thing, and then you don't really know, the, you know, at – you know, my first time getting all the calls in, you know, you the coaches are going to tell you a lot of good things, and you never really know who, you know, what's the what's the right thing, what's the wrong thing. Um, right. And it definitely is a roller coaster. I think for you know the guys that are, I, I would say I'll give advice to the guys that are coming in, you know, to the recruiting process, and you know those guys that are going to be getting calls in a couple like, a couple months. So like you know, just take your time, like enjoy the process, enjoy the moment. Like it's going to be overwhelming at first, but it's going to be like, dang, like, this is great. Like, But just take your time with the process and, you know, make sure that you choose a school for you and not choose a school for somebody else because that's four years that you're going to spend at a school and not somebody else. So, Right. That, that's great advice. And, and kind of another question I had about the whole cycle in general is between the AAU circuits, the top 100 camps, it seems like it's easier for recruits from different teams, different states to become close to one another over time because you're constantly seeing them at showcases and tournaments. Are, are there a couple of guys mm. not from PSA Cardinals who you become friends with over time that you didn't really expect to? Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. Um, I would say Brandon Slater. Um, mm-hmm. He committed to from DC. I've become really, really good friends with him. We talk often. Cole Swider, mm-hmm. I've became really, really good friends with him as well. Um, Duvall, I've become really, really good friends with him. I've been playing with him. You know, young, we were younger, and then we were on the wake visit together. Um, a couple of the guys, you know, I've definitely become uh, close with, and you know, we always talked about, we talked about staying together and playing at different schools together and seeing each other on the court. You know, when we get to college and then to pros, and you know, I guess we all push each other, even though we're not, you know, with each other twenty four seven in the sport and like all the time. I think 
know that we can have mutual respect factor and also that we see each other become better every time we see each other on the floor. Right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're seeing the same guys all the time. A lot of times you're getting recruited to the same schools, maybe taking official visits together. I know Cole Slider is also looking at Xavier like you. So, um, yeah, I, I just assume that you'd always kind of see the same guys over and over again. Um, and, and I'm assuming you've got to – you've probably talked to Jalen Horton, Sharon Wright Jr., a little since your commitment as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, um, on my – actually, Jalen, I come down – Play pick up with the guys and went to the football game together. So um, before I even, I didn't, I didn't get before that, but you know, we talked about playing together and you know, being that versatile backcourt that like is really looking for, you know, change the game and you know, right. kind of come in and take what to the next level. And that's that's what we're really planning to do. Yeah, and you also mentioned kind of right after you committed, you're going to help recruiting a point guard to this class because that seems to be like the final culminating piece. Right now, the class is ranked seventh in the country. It has the potential to be the top weight class of all time and, like you said, take this program to the next level, to be competing for national championships year in, year out. Um, Ayo Desumu obviously was on an official visit over the weekend. Um, have, have you reached out to him at all and trying to get him on board? Because if a recruitment with Ayo or a, a class with you, Ayo, Horde, and, and Sharon Wright would be number one in the country right now if he committed to him. Yeah, uh, me, me and Jalen have been working with Ohio. Um, Jalen's a little more close to Ohio than I am. Um, mm-hmm. Talked a little bit about it. Told him to enjoy his visit and I'll keep it open. And, you know, we told him to have a good time. And, you know, I think we um, how we would be a great, we'd be a good fit. But, um, you know, I think Jalen has been working on him, too. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, you know, I can, you know, talk to him a little bit more about how the visit went, you know, what his thoughts are about it and what he visits, so. Good, great stuff. Um, and is there anyone kind of in the 2018 class who you'd like to talk into joining or, or maybe someone in 2019? I, I know your AAU teammate, Cole Anthony, has an offer from Wake. Obviously, he has a lot of other suitors as well um, for his services, but is there anyone else that you've kind of been working on you know, in the background here? Um, not really. Um, I mean, definitely I kind of like poking Cozy a little bit down the line and be like, hey, bro, like, you know, maybe you can come, maybe you can come. You know, I'm letting Cole fly out his junior year. I know he has a big junior year ahead of him. And also, in terms of Robbie, you know, he, he has to step up big. He's definitely really big for us going this year. And I think he just has to do it again next year. And, you know, I'm proud of him. That's my little brother. And, you know, he's going to push me and I'm always going to push him and make each other better. And if I ever needed a call, you know, if I was ever in trouble, I would always call him and he can call me whenever he needed to. So, um, you know, that's really it. I mean, I haven't really been looking at anybody else, I think just a point guard right now is who we really need. Right. Um, so so let's, let's go into kind of your upcoming senior season. And you have a big senior season ahead of you as well. So you recently decided to transfer up to Brewster Academy up in New Hampshire for your senior year, which has produced a number of top college basketball players over the last couple of years. I mean, Donovan Mitchell came out there a couple of years ago, got trapped in the first round. You mentioned that's kind of your next steps and your goals long term. What are you kind of most excited about for this season? And how's the trans- transition been so far in, in switching schools? Um, it's been great. Um, I, you know, just the competitive level, just in open gyms, we haven't even had our first practice yet. It's just been totally different from, you know, the school I was at before. And I think the guys, you having high-level guys, 1 through 15 on the court, pushing you every single day to get better. It kind of gets you, makes you better. You know, dudes, like, in the 6 o'clock in the morning when it's not required, it'd be like, you know, get shot to school with 
Um, you know, the coach pushing you to, you know, push each other and, you know, play good defense and really getting each other and make each other better. It's just been a great transition for me in terms of me getting ready for that next month, you know. Yeah. Did, uh, did Brewster win the title last year, the national title? Yeah, they won 33-0. So, we have a really, really big shoe fill for this year. Um, you know, the school's like, man, you guys got big shoes to fill. Coach is saying we got big shoes to fill. And I think – with the guys that we have now, I think we really have a chance to really fill those shoes and continue on the street. Awesome. Uh, and what's kind of for you personally on top of um, winning a championship, what's kind of one aspect of your game that you're trying to improve the most uh, before college? Um, definitely my strength. That's one thing that I'm really pushing to really improve on before I get to college. I know I'm at, when I get to Wake Forest, you know, they're definitely going to work on me on my strength, but I want to have a really good base to get to wake. You know, it's going to be easier for me to put on weight. And then also just my ball handling, just being able to be strong with basketball, dribbling the basketball, because I'm definitely going to have to play a little bit of the two this year. I'm definitely playing the garbage in a lot this year, and then we're going to get to wait for it, being one of the versatile guys, like I said before. And being able to bring the ball up the court, you know, set players, come off screens, hit guys on passes, you know. Sweet. So, um, all right, man. So we're, we're going to close this out with, with a little segment called the Demon's Den, where I'm just going to go rattle off a number of questions. You give me quick responses and, on the hot take. You ready to go? Perfect. It's good. All right. Uh, what's your team in 2K? Um, okay, see. Favorite movie of all time? Ooh, I'd have to say Get Rid of Dice Ryan. Good one. Uh, favorite sport to watch other than basketball? Um, what was that? Oh, football. Best sporting event you've ever been to? Um, I was at the Sweet 16 Michigan versus UConn, the year UConn had won it all. That's, that's a pretty good one. That's better than what I was going to say, so – um, top sporting event you've never been to but want to someday? Uh, Super Bowl. I always want to go to Super Bowl. I've always wanted to since I was little, and I got to before I die and come up this earth. So, yeah, That's on my bucket list. Cavs, Warriors, or somebody else ends up as 2017-18 NBA champs? I'm, I'm sticking with my OKC Thunder. I think we, we, I think we got a chance to win it all. I know Cavs reloaded. Warriors still good, but. You know, I think Russell has some vengeance in him, and he's trying to come with it. So he has a reloaded team, and I think we're going to win it all. Awesome. Last one. Top goal you personally want to accomplish before you step on Wake Forest campus? Um, I'm trying to become a McDonald's All-American. Um, <laughs> I'm pushing for that goal, and I'm just going to keep working, working towards it, working towards it, and hopefully I get that chance to be a McDonald's All-American. So that's my goal. Awesome stuff. Well, that's all I have for you, Isaiah. I really appreciate you coming on the show and letting Deacon fans get to know you a little better prior to senior season getting underway. I think I speak for all of Deacon Nation when I say we're thrilled to have you as a Deke and really look forward to watching the Joel in just a short 13 months, man. Thank you. I really appreciate being on the show. I'm so excited. You know, you know, I've been smiling for the last three weeks, you know, going through my head. I'm really finally a Demon Deacon, so it goes Deeks, and I'm ready for the, for the season to start. Absolutely, man. Have a good one. You too. Thank you. Take care. All right. We'll, we will take a quick break and then run through the 2018 class, how it could turn out, some big visitors, and who might be uh, next to commit. Coming right up.
All right. So that was awesome. Uh, I love having Isaiah on the show. I mean, he seems like such a humble kid and obviously he's a fantastic basketball player. And I, I think he perfectly fits what Danny Manning is looking for uh, in this new era. Obviously, just highly touted player, has his head on his shoulders. And I think he's going to do great stuff in the black and gold. I can't wait to have him on campus and to see who else joins him in this 2018 class. And so that, I think, naturally transitions to Iodesu And he took his official visit this weekend. Um, and I think all signs point that it was a fantastic time. He was posting about it on Twitter uh, the entire weekend and, and seemed really excited after the fact. I know Jalen Horde was also visiting this weekend. And, and like Isaiah mentioned, they were really close buddies. And, and even mentioned on Twitter about what do you think if, if I uh, commit right now or if I commit in the future? Um, I think this could actually happen. If you asked me a couple weeks ago if we were going to land Ayodesumu with everything and, and it seemed like Illinois was heavily in contention, USC obviously has a really good class as well. I wouldn't have been so sure. I would have said we maybe have a one in four chance. It's us, Xavier, Illinois, USC. I think we have a really good shot here. I mean, USC has been linked now to kind of the scandal related to the shoe companies. And, and that's obviously um, might deter a lot of recruits going forward in committing to there. And Brad Underwood is kind of subtly connected to that because he hired Lamont Evans, who is the OK State assistant coach, who was uh, one of the four guys arrested on the first day. And, and Xavier, that visit doesn't seem to be uh, really coming off. So Wake Forest right now, I mean, if you're Ayodesumu, you have a top 10 class that you're already willing to join, and you are the point guard that can be kind of the, the running, uh, the, the main piece that kind of puts this, the, this puzzle together. And so I think, I mean, Horde's going to be after him hard. Obviously, you heard about Isaiah, and, and the staff is going to be constantly pitching of, you can win NCAA championships at Wake Forest. And Illinois right now, which I think is the top competitor for him, doesn't have a single commit in the 2018 class. Whereas the 2018 class for Wake, is one of the top in the ACC, it's one of the top in the nation, and it's ready to take this program to the next level. I think we have a really good shot here. Um, look out for news. I'll be tweeting about it, but look out for news in the next couple of days. Is he actually going to have this Illinois visit? Um, I, I think the longer it waits, the, the less confident I'll be. But if you hear about an Illinois visit getting rescheduled or canceled in the next couple of days, I would assume it's going to be a demon deacon, and this program is going to take two leaps up um, what the, him and the rest of this 2018 class into where it's been. And, and I think that's just a testament to what Danny Manning has been able to build. Um, he's bringing in top prospects all the time. Two other ones we're visiting this weekend. Hunter Dickinson, who's a five-star center from DeMatha Catholic. He's in 2020. So he's a sophomore. It's a couple years away, but it's always good to be bringing in these guys early so they can kind of see the program. They can get familiar with the staff, some of the younger players, and, and just seeing how that turns out and getting that getting in early with these younger guys is never a bad thing. We've, we've seen it pay off. I mean, just look at Isaiah Mucius. We offered Isaiah back in September of 2015, two years almost to the date he ends up committing. If Hunter Dickinson ends up committing in two years, it, he'll be in the same exact spot of taking his first official visit in September and then committing in, in I guess that would be 2019. I, I love getting in on these guys early. Jalen Cohn was the other official – or not official, sorry. Jalen Cohn was another unofficial visitor this weekend. He's a local guy, 2020 uh, point guard from Kernersville. I, I, I really like his game. He attacks the basket well. I think he'll end up being kind of a, a mid-four-star prospect. And, and both these guys obviously really enjoyed their visits. Um, and I, I, I just love the fact that Danny Manning is, is bringing these guys in early, um, and, and hopefully they'll pay off in dividends later on. 
Um, as for some, some football prospects, I mean, we had a number of visitors. I don't know if you follow Les Johns. If you don't, you should. But we had a number of visitors uh, coming in from the class of 2018, 19, and 20. A bunch of current 2018 commits were there. Uh, Sam Hartman was there. I saw Caleb Smith there. I saw Devontae Gordon there. I'm forgetting some of the other names. But it was a, the majority of the 2018 class was there. There's three other 2018 guys that were visiting that weren't committed yet, but hopefully will be soon. Their names are Jatorian Hansford, who uh, is a three-star outside linebacker from Georgia. He's a 5.5 rated on rival, so a lot of, really similar to where a lot of other guys in our current class are rated. He has offers right now from Rutgers, Oregon State, UAB. Um, I, I wouldn't mind taking another outside linebacker in this class. You want athletes at that position. It'll be interesting to see. I, I think you can really kind of see where this staff is prioritizing guys right now. Because if they're only bringing in three 2018 guys over the weekend, I believe it was three, then you know that they only have a couple spots left, and these are the guys they're prioritizing. Another guy was Shamar Jones. He's a three-star defensive tackle from Pennsylvania. It looks to be us in Indiana here. Um, and, and I know, I, I think he visited Indiana a couple weeks ago. I really like his game. I, I think he could be a great addition. Uh, there's rumors a couple weeks ago that we might be the leader here. He has a crystal ball prediction. Uh, to Indiana. So that's going to be, that's going to come down to the wire. I don't know, really know where we stand there, but I know we want another D tackle in this class and he might be the one. And the last one was Avante Krim. And so Avante Krim has offers from Louisville. His offers from UCF. He's a three-star defensive back from Florida. He doesn't have an offer from Notre Dame, but I, they would be the one school that really worries me here. Mike Elko is really interested in him. Obviously he's the former Wake Forest uh, defensive coordinator. If he gets an offer uh, from Notre Dame when, when in the next couple of weeks, I would be worried that he's going to be, he's going to join the Irish. But for right now, I feel fairly confident that we could land him over Louisville and UCF. So keep an eye on that. He's a really talented defensive back. And, and I think would be a great addition to this class. Um, and, and finally, I, I want to kind of close it out with some of the other prospects. I got a question on Twitter about other 2018 prospects. If it's not to Sumu, what happens next? So I was thinking about this and I mean, I mentioned Jamie Lewis, who's kind of that four-star point guard. He decommitted from NC State a couple weeks ago, um, moving out to Nevada for Finlay Prep. And, and I was thinking about, okay, he is a logical option. Obviously, he's kind of from the era originally in Georgia, um, and he's kind of our guy, a top 100, top 125 guy that we would be going after. And I started thinking maybe the guy that is a, a whole other factor in this that we're not really thinking about is Jalen Leck. And the reason we're not thinking about him is because right now he's classified in 2019, but he does have 2018 eligibility. He was originally a 2018 guy that moved down over the summer, still played on the Nike UIBL circuit all summer and absolutely tore it up. I mean, he put up humongous numbers. He averaged over 17 points per game, over uh, about four rebounds per game. I think he played for Southern Stampede. And in the class of 2019, 247 Sports has him as the 10th best player in the country. We were one of his first big high major offers uh, at the very beginning of the summer. Then he got, he absolutely blew up. And, and obviously with those numbers, who wouldn't want to offer? But him moving down to the Christ School in North Carolina, he's originally from the Bronx, means that Danny Manning can be over at the Christ School all the time and just in his ear about coming to Wake Forest. I think this could be the under the radar type of thing that we don't even recognize is happening. But Jenny Manning was over there last week watching a practice right before Ayo Desumu even came to campus. I don't think he's recruiting Lek over Desumu. I think 
Leck as a 2019 guy is one of our top prospects. If things don't work out and we still need a guy for 2018, I wouldn't be surprised if we start talking to Jalen Leck about, hey, you are already a 2018. You already dominated against most of these guys on the AAU circuit all summer anyway. I mean, you're putting up 17 points per game. You're one of the top scorers um, in, in the entire uh, nation. And he's playing kind of – or he's now in the class below that. I think Jalen Leck could be a guy that kind of comes out of nowhere. We can get him to reclassify. I mean, he's top 10 in the country for 2019. He would still easily be top 30, top 40 in the country as a 2018 guy. So keep an eye on that and see how that develops. Um, He's still one of our top prospects as a junior, but he would absolutely be loved as if we get him um, next year as well. So I just want to point that out. And it's something that I kind of was putting the pieces together uh, over the last couple of weeks. Um, well, that kind of concludes our show. Uh, next week or in a couple weeks, we'll get Whip back on the show. I know the show desperately uh, needs him probably. We're also stay tuned uh, to Blogger So Dear for more recruiting news. Watch the uh, Riley and Rob's show as well. They do a fantastic job on their podcast, recapping the football games and giving previews for them. So that usually uh, that might be coming up in the next couple of minutes. So Great stuff for, for Monday morning uh, podcast listening on your drive to work. Um, thanks, for, thanks for listening, everybody. And until next time, go Deeks.